in today's show, we're looking at week eight in the NBA. What we're looking for, how to play the schedule, guys we can add, guys that we can sit down. In a weekly league, Michael Bolton, are you playing week eight? Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball on TikTok at RedRock underscore B-Ball on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball and Substack JoshLloyd48.substack.com. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. So it's week eight. Well, it's not quite week eight. But it's almost week eight. I'm angry. I'm annoyed. Australia just lost in the World Cup. USC lost yesterday. And then I decided I was going to adopt TCU as my college football playoff team. And literally seconds ago, they just lost. Three L's. Just copying them all weekend. So, I'm fired up. Let's talk about week eight. Warnie. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> At least Australia's smashing the West Indies in, uh, in the cricket. One good thing going for me. All right, let's look at the week eight schedule. Um, it's a week that's similar to most, except sometimes we don't have streaming ability on a Monday, and this week we do. We've got eight games on Monday, three on Tuesday, 11 on Wednesday, three on Thursday, 10 on Friday, eight on Saturday, seven on Sunday. So we don't have any of the stupid one-game days. And even our high-volume days, Wednesday and Friday with 11 and 10 games, there might be street streamability on those days. When you get a 12 or 13, there's no way. 10 is very borderline. 11 is you know, obviously less borderline, but you might actually be able to stream all seven days. You're safe for doing it Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. But that Friday one in particular with a 10-game Friday, there is a potential on that day, depending on your roster, depending on injuries, depending on the makeup of your squad. Usually I do nine and below, but there might be something there on that Friday. So, as I said, like, usually we have a high volume Monday. We usually have high volume, like an extra game on a Wednesday or an extra game on a Friday. So overall, the week is a little bit lower in terms of games played. Only 12 teams play four games this week. So what that means when we're looking at players for the week is that if you play a four-game week, it's inherent, inherently more advantageous. If 17 or 18 teams or 20 teams play four games, then it comes down more to individual quality. When the majority of teams are playing three games, which is what is happening this week, you get that four-game four week, you get a boost. So a bad player from a four-game team is going to be better than the, the majority of guys. So we've got 12 teams playing four. We've got 16 teams playing three. Then there's Portland and San Antonio playing two. And two of the biggest streaming options or ad options for the week happen to be on a four-game team, which is super, super important. That's the Atlanta Hawks with the injuries to John Collins and DeAndre Hunter. So um, that's that's really intriguing. Also, you know, on the Spurs, yeah, Zach Collins has been a solid ad, but their schedule's horrendous this week. So, you know, we have to weigh up whether it is worth holding him through this because they don't play until Thursday now. Or after after Sunday, I'm talking about week eight. Like so these two game teams, Portland and San Antonio, they do not play until Thursday. And that's, that's obviously 
you know, not great in terms. It's more for Bates Diop and Zach Collins, but even like a situation in Portland where you know, you're streamed in Justice Winslow, like there's no absolutely no point in holding on to him in that situation. Um, yeah, and it's just it's, it's not as impactful for Portland because you've got the guys, you've got the guys, um, and you hold them through a bad week. But you know, when you're looking at stream options for San Antonio. It's pretty rough. The only good thing I'll say about it for those two game teams is both of their games, both of them play Thursday, Saturday. So it's not even a situation. It's not a situation where they play two games and they're on high volume days. They're on low volume days. So at least you get to use those players. And you know, that schedule might actually be better than what it is, say, for the Kings or the Pelicans, who do play three games, but you've got two of those games on Wednesday, Friday. So that's always going to be something you've got to wake up weigh up. It's not just about how many games, it's about when those games are played whether it's low or high volume, and what day of the week and how you can maneuver things through your roster that way. So I've already mentioned this here. We can stream Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Again, you might be able to do Wednesday. You definitely might be able to do Friday with only 10 games on, but the only person who can tell you that is you by looking at what what your team looks like and your roster looks like on that day. The only team to have four quality games this week is the Miami Heat. They've got a fantastic schedule. They start off with a Monday, Tuesday, back to back. They play Thursday, they play Saturday. So it's the perfect four-game stream schedule because you get four games on the first four quality games of the day and then you can drop someone and add someone for the final day on Sunday to whatever category, whatever you need to do to win. It is the perfect stream schedule. So that's why we're looking at fringe heat players as really, really good options for this week. The other teams that play three qualities, Nuggets, Rockets, Mavericks, and Clippers all play three quality games. And it's important to note there that Denver and Houston, who have the three quality games, they only play three games for the week. So all of their games are on the low volume days. They avoid Wednesday and Friday. So a game from a fringe Bucks player, Javon Carter, they've got four games, but only two of them are on low volume days. Whereas a fringe Nugget player, Highland or Brown or Deeper Leagues, Chanchar or I don't even, DeAndre Jordan in the deepest of deep leagues, um, you know, those three games are more valuable because you'll use them rather than sit them on the bench for two of them, which is what would happen for a Bucks player or even like a, a Hawks player. Now, that's when, that's when you're looking more like at a Jarrett Culver. But with Griffin and Jalen Johnson, who we're going to talk about quite a bit on this show, they are strong ads and you would start them um, even on the high volume days, I believe, with the absence of Hunter and Collins. So the Heat have a great schedule. The Nugget, nu- Nuggets? No, the Nuggets, Rockets, Mavs and Clippers all have pretty good schedules as well. There are some teams with some smelly ones. You've got the Jazz, the Grizzlies, the Nets, the Wizards, the Wolves, the Knicks, the Kings, and the Pelicans all play one quality game only. It's a big stretch. Now, of course, in the um, show notes of this show, audio or video, you can click a link to the Basketball Monster Schedule Analyzer where you can see you know who plays what games for the week, and that will give you an idea to, of that as well. Guys, today's episode is, who is it brought to you by? It's brought to you by the good folks over at Turo. Turo is the world's largest car sharing marketplace. With Turo, you can book any car you want, wherever you want it, from a community of local hosts. Browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget across the US, the UK, Canada, and Australia. Book a spacious SUV or a minivan for a family road trip. Get a classical luxury car for a special event, birthday, or holiday. Find affordable economy cars if you're on a budget and just need to get from A to B. Test drive the new electric vehicle you've had your eye on to see how it fits in your everyday life. 
Many Turo hosts can even deliver the car right to you. Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Forget boring rental cars and find your drive at Turo.com. Let's look at back-to-backs in week eight. So heading into the week, the week seven Sunday, the week eight Monday, you've got Boston, Memphis, Phoenix, and Indiana. None of those teams look great in terms of what their schedule is for the week ahead. Memphis only plays three games. Boston only plays three games. Um, Phoenix does play four games, but it's only two quality games there. And Indiana does play four games, but it's only two quality games as well. So if you're looking to get the advantage there on a Sunday, Monday, back-to-back, Phoenix and Indiana probably have the advantage out of those guys. Of course, we know that Al Horford's back-to-back spasms are going to flare up, most likely on the Monday, shockingly. And that will leave him with only two games for the week. So in a weekly league, Probably not going to be startable for Big Al to only play two games this coming week. So Phoenix, guys. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be looking at Dario Saric because he was dreadful. Tory Craig, if he's available, we don't know if he's going to be healthy. Jalen Smith, if he was dropped, it's a really good opportunity. You get Sunday, and then you get four games during the week, although there is only two quality games there. Maybe it's Andrew Nembhard, who played really well on the weekend. You know, the four games and the back-to-back leading him. I don't think he'd be good enough to start on the high-volume days, but again, look at your own schedule. Look at your roster. Do you have availabilities on Wednesday, Friday? Because if you do, you might be able to use an ad on Sunday, get an Nembhard in on Sunday, and then get four more games during the week. Like that is that is what's important about, and this is what half of what I do on this show. I'm never here to tell you what to do, unless it's when I say drop DeAndre Hunter. But I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm here to tell you what I think. I'm here to tell you my analysis of trends and abilities of players, and I'm going to get shit wrong all the time. That's just what happens. Um, but it's more to teach you the ideas of how we how we look at stuff, and you know, I'll give you the ideas of where things sit with the schedule. But it's also like, hey, check this out. This is how it's looking, but make sure it makes sense on your team. Maybe you've got this schedule availability. Maybe you can stream in and really take that advantage. These are like you know, half percentile things or half a percentage point or one percentage point advantage that you get. But you add all these little things up, follow the trends, follow the schedule, follow the quality games, maximize your weekly ads. Half a percentage point here, half here, and increase your winning by two, three, four percent if you do all these little things and pay attention to what you're doing. Okay, there we go. So the Monday, Tuesday back-to-back. There's two teams that have that Monday, Tuesday back-to-back. One of them is Miami. One of them is Dallas. Dallas, um, I've got a three-game. Uh, sorry, yeah, Dallas have the Monday, Tuesday back-to-back. We obviously just saw Dallas play this morning. Tim Hardaway Jr. looks like he's got the starting spot. It's a really good ad, especially for the start of this week. They don't play again until... Dallas got a weird schedule. They've got four games, both back-to-backs. Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday. But yeah, that's a really good spot. Now, I've got Miami in black here. When I've got the team name in black on the video, it means mm, there might be a player who rests. And the player who might be resting for Miami on the back-to-back is Jim Butler because we know he's had the wonky knees. He's just returned. I wonder if they'll play him the back. They probably will, but there's no guarantee that they do. Yeah, I'm not really worried too much about someone like Tyler Hero or Kyle Lowry, but it's all definitely possible. Double-cheeked up on a Thursday afternoon. We know this Heat team has had Hero and Butler and Bam and, and Struess and Deadman. All these guys listed on the injury report almost every game. So with a back-to-back coming from Miami on Monday, Tuesday, um, there is chances that some of these guys sit, and it's something we need to pay attention to. Tuesday, Wednesday, that's leading into the big volume Wednesday. There's two teams that have it. It's the Pistons, Lakers. We don't care too much about that for stream, but what we do like is the Tuesday, Thursday. You're going to see, I should have put Miami in black again. Oh, no, I shouldn't have, because that's not a real back-to-back. It's a pseudo back-to-back. Tuesday, Thursday, the Heat and the Nuggets. Yeah, that's great. You add them on Tuesday. That's a, a Brown, a Highland. 
Um, Aaron Gordon, if for some reason he's still available. Um, in Miami, it's Caleb Martin. It's the Winter Soldier, Max Struess, who I think on full-strength full, full strength teams, Martin and Struess aren't must-roster 12-team league players. They're really fringe guys, but this is the time you use them. When it's a four-game week where they've got four quality games and their schedule is better than everyone else's. Four games of Max Struess, even if he plays 28 minutes a night. Four games of Caleb Martin, even if he plays 29 minutes a night. He might not. They both played fewer minutes last game. But the four games of them is better than, say, one game that you might use Malik Beasley in or one game that you use Walker Kessler in. Now, you've got to balance whether you're using it for short-term value or longer-term stashability because Struess and Martin don't have necessarily that long-term value. But when you're looking to maximize things in the week currently, yeah, that's that's the, va- the value of, of looking at that. Wednesday, Thursday, it's only the Clippers that have that. And of course, that means John Wall's going to miss a game. And if Kawhi and Paul George are back, where well, you'd think at least, elite, or definitely Kawhi, will sit one of those games and maybe George does as well. The thurs- There's no Thursday, Friday back-to-back, um, which is which is great. There are some Friday, Saturdays, but again, this that's a pretty high volume for Friday. We don't care too much about that. What we do want to look at is Thursday, Saturday, the Heat again, the Clippers. Um, this is not a real back-to-back, so the value there of, say, a... a um, Jimmy Butler should be pretty safe. The Clippers one is coming off a back-to-back. So even though that is good for the Thursday-Saturday, John Wall might not play that sat- that Thursday. Kawhi might not play that Thursday. But other players like, well, even if Norm Powell, I don't even know if he's going to be healthy. Or Luke Kennard. It's just, that team is just so hard. Them and the Magic, hardest teams to figure out. Denver's got the Thursday-Saturday. So you can see Miami's got the great schedule, but Denver goes Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. A really good three-game schedule from them. Portland's on Thursday, Saturday, and the Spurs. That's the two two-game teams that I talked about. But towards the end of the week, their schedule's really nice. There's only one team that's got a back-to-back on the weekend. That is your putrid Chicago Bulls, who've made a change to their starting lineup. Iota Sumu, Patrick Williams out. Javante Green and Alex Caruso, the rabbit hunter, in. we quiet. I'm hunting rabbits. Crusoe's a streamable player, especially on that weekend. Green, maybe as well. And then heading into week nine, it's only the Hawks that got the Sunday, Monday back-to-back. All right, let's look at a streaming plan for the week. Really, we're looking at the Heat. That's your best option. You add a Miami player, whether that is Max Struess and Caleb Martin, who are available in about 50% of Yahoo leagues. Like They're the guys that we target. We get four quality games out of them. And then we can drop them if we want at the end of the week and open up that streaming spot for the final day on Sunday. That's your best bet. The other ones we're targeting are teams like the Mavericks. We're looking at the Rockets. We're looking at the Nuggets. I think the Nuggets have got a slightly better schedule than the Rockets because the Rockets' third game comes on Sunday. The the Nuggets' one comes on Saturday because then you can drop the Nuggets guy, whoever that is, but maybe it is Brown or Highland. I doubt it would be. I mean, they'd be guys you have. I don't think you'd want to drop them, but you could if you want to open something extra up there. So that's really what we want to do for streaming. It's Miami players, one ad, four games. Then you use your second ad to get that fifth game out of that spot. And then you've got two other ads for injury replacements, longer-term stash stuff. That's what we were trying to do, maximize games played per ad so that we don't have to burn all of our ads on just getting the maximum games and we've got them for, hey, wow, a big injury happened and I need to grab this player. Because there's nothing worse than being on a Friday and you've burnt through all your ads and a, a great, maybe is it, Knock on wood. Maybe Jar Morant goes down with an injury that's going to cost him three weeks. And you go, man, I can't add Tyus Jones because I've used all my ads trying to maximize games in the first three days of the week. That's why it's important to hold a couple of ads until the end of the week, I, um, I do believe. So let's have a look at how things back and front load the Spurs. And the Blazers don't play until Thursday. So three days with no games. We just talked about that. So 
Your Zach Collins, Pirtle and Sohan might be back by Thursday. So maybe if you wanted to drop Zach Collins and get a couple of extra games in, get a Miami Heat guy in after Sunday, do it. The Blazers, it's less interesting, but like Justice Winslow, clear drop, right? You use his roster spot, which has been pretty solid without Lillard. He can go. Easy. The Sixers play on Monday, probably James Harden's return. And then they don't play until Friday. So what do you do with DeAnthony Melton and Shake Milton? And Friday's a 10-game day as well. Now, it's really hard to drop a guy like Melton in particular, who's playing so well. But we've already seen a little bit of a drop in usage with Embiid's back. And if Harden does return on Monday, you're going to see a bigger drop from Melton. And then what you'd be doing is you'd hold him on that Monday. And maybe it's a subpar game. Maybe he moves to the bench. I don't know whether Melton or Milton will move to the bench. I think it'll probably be Melton. Uh, sorry, Milton, but bloody those names. I think Milton will move to the bench, but I don't know. But then, look, maybe he moves to the bench or starts, but usage will drop. Minutes will, he's playing like 39 minutes a night. Minutes will drop. And then you don't get to see it again until Friday. And you sit, it sits on your, on your roster doing nothing. So it does take some balls to drop a guy who's been that good. And I would find it really hard to do. But when you try and look at the probabilities and the statistical likelihood of this, it makes more sense to drop someone like a, a, a Melton or sorry, or a Milton after Monday and just say, well, okay, see you later. Harden's back. You're not here for the next four days. I'll get someone else in. And that is ballsy. There is a bunch of teams who do not play a quality game until the weekend. Minnesota, the Pelicans, the Nets, the Wizards, the Jazz, the Bulls, the Knicks, and the Kings. So if you're looking at streaming, and this is you know, going to apply to a guy like Jalen Noel. It's maybe going to apply, oh, and probably not Trey Murphy, but maybe if you've got TJ Warren on your team and you've added him on the Nets or Joe Harris or Seth Curry on the Wizards, if you've got, yeah, if you've tried a Corey Kispert for his three-point streaming, you know, Malik Beasley you've got on the, on the Jazz or even a Walker Kessler. For the Bulls, maybe it is Green or Caruso. For the Knicks, maybe it's um, a Quentin Grimes. It shouldn't be. Um, for the, the Kings, like, do you have Keegan Murray? You might not use them at all until Saturday, which is, it's, it's really, really tough to hold, have a guy on your roster and not be able to not play them. Again, schedule dependent, because they do play on these high volume days, but schedule dependent, you might not use them at all. So you've got to really look at those guys like with no quality games. Is it worth it? And then you go to the Grizzlies, who after Monday, that's it. There's no low volume days for them. So you know, you've got to make that decision on, say, a Lil John Concha. Okay. We don't really know when Desmond Bain's coming back. But I would uh, Concha is a 12-team league guy for now. But after Monday, when you have no low-volume days for the rest of the week, I don't think it's worth holding him for six days. He's good, but he's not that good. It's not good enough for that. Same as like a Tyus Jones. If for some reason you're still holding Brandon Clark, or for some reason you're still holding Santi Aldama. Like, I know I haven't done it, and this is a show we're talking about ads and drops, but man, jack him off. Get that garbage out of here! What's the risk? Do you think someone's going to grab them and get zero games out of them for the week? Do you think someone's going to get them and they're going to be massive in week nine? I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. So sometimes you have to sacrifice a little bit to really gain in that short to intermediate term, I think. Hey, I'd love to know your opinion on that. Like, do you agree with that sort of process? Today's episode is also brought to you by betonline.net, the number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball, soccer, and esports, we've got it all at betonline.net. Obviously, now that Australia is out of the World Cup, Argentina must be favorites because when you beat the favorites, you become the favorites. You can check all the World Cup odds over there. As for the college football playoffs, who the hell is going to get in? 
the third and fourth team both lost today. So, and I don't even know what happened with the Georgia game yet. So there's going to be all sorts of chaos there. But all of those odds, you're going to find them over at betonline.net. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. So head to that website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline is where the game starts. Don't forget to gamble responsibly. Let's look at weekly leagues. If you are not in a league where you set your lineup once a week, It's been great having you. I'll see you later. Let the video play in the background. This does not apply to you in the slightest. Not true. A little bit, but not really. Guys that we can add in a weekly league. This this does apply to you in a daily changes league. This little bit here. Guys that you can add in a weekly league who you're going to be able to start, I think, especially these first two. Jalen Johnson and AJ Griffin. Four games, no Collins, no Hunter. Add them, start them. Austin Reeves has four games. I'm a little skeptical on that one, but the four game, we talked about this way back at the start of this show saying, hey, it's a minority of teams playing four games. So the four games from him might actually give him a boost enough to be a top 100 player. Barely, barely. I'd be really, I'd be skeptical of that. The other two, the Hawks guys, yeah, I'd, I'd add him and start him for this week. Not a problem at all. Um, in terms of guys that if you've got, you can sit. We already talked, Al Horford, I should have had his name on this list, but I don't think you need to have him here. I wouldn't start any Blazers. I'd consider Lillard. He's probably going to return Sunday, but you know that's it's only two games for him. He might be a bit rusty. I'd consider Simons, but if Lillard returns on Sunday, that means Simons' value is going to be down on the Friday, uh, sorry, the Thursday Saturday combo. I'd be skeptical there. I wouldn't start Hart or Grant or Nurkic, and I wouldn't start any Spurs for this week. Derek White also is a sit for me. Sadiq Bay is a drop, but also a sit. John Walls a sit with the back-to-backs there for the Clippers. And Keegan Murray is a drop, but also if you've got him, you sit him. If you're looking in points leagues, guys that are available in over 50% of leagues, Markel Fultz should be rostered. Mason Plumley, the cockroach, should be rostered. You've got Jalen Johnson and AJ Griffin in there. Um, Timmy Hardaway, yep. Look, we just we know this, we know what happens. The scoring, shooting, shooting guards, they have hot streaks. We add them when they're in that hot streak. When the minutes are up, when the shots are up, we add them. And then when shit goes bad, we drop them for the next guy who comes up. We've seen it a million times this season. And Hardaway's the latest, so we grab him, we start him, and then we just pray that he keeps it up for this week. And then there's Jalen McDaniels as well. With Haywood out, I don't love McDaniels long-term, but with four games this week, I do like it. For guys we can sit in a points league, it's again all the Blazers. Probably wouldn't start Lillard or Simons, but you could. Um, All Spurs, Malik Beasley can sit, Monte Morris, Trey Murphy, only three games and he's not quite as good of a points league guy. I don't know Ingram's status, so that one's a bit iffy. And then Sadiq Bey and Derek White as well. Guys, that will do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. And on YouTube, please, please subscribe, thumb it up, leave your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.